Alright, so the 80 podcast, we are rolling. Y'all good? Yeah. Chilling, chilling, chilling. Alright. This one this is our ninety first episode. And um excited because this is like the first episode after um our live show. Celebrate our third year anniversary. Congratulations. Appreciate that, appreciate that. I was actually like a really good show, but the fucking audio came out all types of fucked up. So I, I spent what happened. For real. So I did like four hours of patchwork on that shit and that shit was it was work. <laughs> it was fucking work. So he had the um, thing, get that done. Shout out to Mano. Uh, Mano's actually our guest. Um, way cooler than I expected him to be. You know what I'm saying? He came through and he just yeah, spilled his guts about his life and shit of that nature. And, uh, cool nigga. Um, he even told our DJ he didn't like the fact that he played hiatus at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> when he came out. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah, when he came out on um, uh, thing with DJ, shout out to Gates, man. Uh, Gates played hiatus for him, but he was like, he was like, like what niggas play? He like, he still the shot. He like, <laughs> like you know, that's the DJ instincts. He's trying to play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly what it was. He was like, yeah, what a nigga play hiatus and I'm around. I hate that shit. He's like, he looked at him, I was like, yeah, I'm throwing a shot at you. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but definitely was good. Um, a lot of love. Um, I appreciate that. So, yeah, if you listened or if you attended, thank you. Um, so we're good. Um, but I have a guest host today. You're welcome back. Hey, Introduce yourself. I'm back again to take over his podcast one more time. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I'm Rebecca Shelby. I'm back co-hosting again thank you for having me again I appreciate you thank you and Matt, would you like to introduce yourself my name is blacks uh wilson blacks follow me on the social at man like blacks yeah everybody that have the accent usually use man shout out to mandem everywhere everywhere in china you feel me the mandem in like yo shout out the mandem the mandem in indonesia the mandem out there shout out the man yo listen like it goes man like push said if you know you know you feel me i might just add that to the beginning of all my sons that should just sound mad exotic yeah man's not feeling that right now exactly. like, man's not feeling that you know what I'm yeah. Yeah. I think man's gonna start doing that exactly man. it's a wave it's a wave it's a Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so I should have knew it was a thing when Drake started using it. That's what I was like. Oh, this might Yo, be like a legit thing. Listen, by the time Drake do it, it's a super wave. You got yeah. the car. He's like, you may not like it, but he's tapped in like to a few of the different plays because you know between New York, mm. London, Toronto, mm. modern pop culture kind of like exists. Close to mm-hmm. all that. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Like and then Atlanta too. You know, mm-hmm. like LA, all of that. But like when we talk, like the big sort of like American imprint mm. is New York and Toronto, right? Because mm. Toronto's got like more people and etc. It's a market and etc. And he's like he could see that wave before we could see that wave. Mm. You understand that way? And then he just made us realize because you're on fam, yo. You hear that Joanna song on the radio in New yeah, York. Yeah, and he was like one of the first like, mainstream artists on that Afrobeat shit. You feel me? Yeah. And like, as an African nigga, like, that still really boggles my mind. That, yo, there's stations in Houston that I'm hearing from people where it's like, yo, fam, it's Afrobeat's nah, all day. My like, sister told me. of Africa is your family from? I'm from Cameroon. My family, mm. I was born and raised in Cameroon. Yeah, my father's Ethiopian. Oh, okay. Uh, my brother. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yo, on a side note, on a side note, I'm gonna say this, right? Mm. Like, the East Africa, West African link up is fascinating, right? Mm-hmm. It truly is fascinating, Carl. It didn't always used to be that, right? Uh-huh. But you see, like, that's the thing. Like, when people talk about Africa, people want to talk about it's like it's one large place, yeah. but it's different. 
Did you understand? Yeah, very, yeah, very, very different. different. You know, like that. just yeah. the country where I'm from is 236 tribes. Just put it simply, that's 236 ways of saying God. Mm-hmm. You understand? They all that have different dialect and language. Yo, like there's some that understand each other, and then there's some that totally mm-hmm. do not understand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so the crossover, and so it's complicated. You know what I'm saying? Like so when you. It's complicated. So when yeah. people people, like, y'all didn't make yeah. them borders. Yeah. <laughs> y'all didn't make the borderlines. Listen. I mean, I tell people that because, like, when you think of Africa, everyone does think of it as a big place. And my easiest way of explaining it to people is the language thing because, like, you can be in the same country and not speak the same language at all. At all. And, the like, only language in America, that that's mind-boggling because we all speak English. English. <laughs> And so that's what I'm saying. The only language that you'll have to unify you is the colonizer's language. Yeah. On some, you understand? Know like, yeah. like that's the thing that so gives you unity. Uh, so Cameroon, what they speak? What's the French Latin? and English? Okay, so English there too. Okay, mm-hmm. but that's part. We're walking towards some civil tension because mm. of that. But that's another conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> well, what's, like, your, what's your first language? French. French is your first language? Mm-hmm. I do not hear an accent. I've heard you speak French and you speak it rather fluently. Like you have a um, YouTube show and things yeah. of that nature where you, a podcast where you speak. French where you and do, Where you do it both, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it's important because you're, mm. as a Francophone African, like people think, men think we're out of the wave or something. <laughs> you understand? But yeah. men don't understand. Like your French, French and Belgium colonialism was some of the worst because that meant they came up close to us. Yeah. It wasn't like the British demanded their their things from far away. That meant they wanted to change who we were mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You understand? That meant they try to like mm-hmm. really go inside of people. It's like it was it was real life brainwashing. You understand? Mm-hmm. Real life like torture behind that dumb uh, shit. So let me ask you something about um colonization. I think yeah. like um I'm West Indian, but it's still yeah. Western colonization. Yeah, as far as part of because like but West we Indian societies are a product of a colonial sort of yeah. enterprise. Uh, so but the thing um i think we never really we never uh really got as far as like the western hemisphere whatever mm-hmm. and even more so american blacks is like even with like apartheid and shit of that nature what y'all, you mean? y'all got more Where you from who me yeah i'm trin so when was the first time a dark-skinned trini was elected to high office that um yeah i mean they just had the, their president was when was the first time the first time uh-huh Damn. I mean, I don't know by complexion. Y'all are what, 52, 54 years yeah, old? Yeah, about, yeah. You just you celebrated 50, yeah. 52 years yeah. old ago, you men didn't have control. Yeah. You men just, we're 62. Yeah. You understand what you mean? You don't know. Colonization went different on your side. Yeah. You feel me? The game was more masked, but nah, fam. The game was the game. All right, put it to you like this. Do men on your side drink Inca-Cola? Or champagne cola, you know that yeah. thing? Mm-hmm. You know we drank that shit too where I'm from? I did not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How am I, dog? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That makes sense. No, all right. But this is. It is true, though. It is true. Because mm-hmm. even with like yeah. Ethiopia, mm-hmm. like. A lot of people like uh, when Wizkid first came out, they're like Starboy. That's that's Jamaican lingo, and I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> like, what? No, it's not. But yeah, there's a lot of similarities, but you just would not know because I don't know what. Well, I know what it is, but like America just does not want for Black people to know about different things in Africa. And it's like, it's sad because even when you read articles, it's like children are, are dying in Africa. And then when you read the articles, a specific part of Africa, yeah. like they, ne- they make it a big it, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's that's a fact. But it, I think it's because you were you um born not to cut you off. Yeah. Were you born here or no, you, I was oh, born you born in Cameroon? Cameroon. Yeah. Mm. So how old were you when you came to 12, America? 13. You were twelve, thirteen. So mm. you kind of got to experience yeah, your first yeah like touch you know, soil. Yeah, touch yeah. soil. That's what I'm saying because like yo, average mortality rate where I'm from. Last time I checked, it was like forty-two year olds for women and for men, forty-six year olds for women. You understand? So it's like by the time you reach like yo, fam, like. That's what I'm saying. It's different. Yeah. It's different. It's like hyper years. Mm. Almost. You understand the way he's there? Because, yo, like, anyways, I don't want to overdo it because it's a thing where it's like, I decided that, yo, as a black person who's lived through trauma, I no longer want to, like, have it be an exhibit. Mm. You understand? If you don't know, you don't know. And man, don't need to know, at least not need to find out from me. Mm-hmm. Car, you know? Like, you don't actually care. If you've seen it and you care, cool. Man, I sit down and break. You understand? But it's, how, you tell, how you tell the difference? Fam, I tell the difference by, like, giving it time. Yeah. You have to give it time. You understand yeah. the ones that you have to call. Fam, like... It's kind of like, it's the same thing, for example, you ever been, like, you ever met a nigga that didn't grow up in the hood, mm-hmm. that tries to force that shit, but at the same time don't really like hood niggas mm. or hood people, <laughs> right? And you be like, yo, bro, you disrespecting that person. Yeah. yeah. That person who can only talk like that is a real life person with yeah. principles and morals. Who the fuck you never give a chance to? Yeah. I feel the same way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you're over here just carrying big bad boy energy. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's because you don't actually value that person yeah. as a human being. First. So can I ask you a question? How do you feel about all of like the Afrocentric culture that's being brought into the U.S.? Like we just had you know, the Lion King, yeah. Beyonce just that's did the gift, album. <laughs> yeah, the, the gift album, which yeah. was like you know. Oh no, I gotta give her props for it. Anyway, how do you feel about that? Like, what does that make you with feel? You, so like, some East Africans were complaining that. It was making like a West African narrative centric on like Africa and et cetera, et cetera. And like, so boom. All right. Before I start, I'm going to put a disclaimer. My views about Africa are radical. We did not choose the name Africa. Mm-hmm. To me, Africa is like what I call a nom de guerre, meaning a name of war. It's what you adopt while you are in the middle of battle so that you understand the ones that, yo, I'm happy for the artists involved. But I got questions. How many of them are the son of rich people who stole money? Mm. Do your Googles. Mm. I'll just say that. You understand the ones mm-hmm. there? Like, what are we really witnessing? What's really happening? Yeah. Now that Universal Music Group has opened a full Africa channel, mm-hmm. what does that mean for the distribution? How's the yep. infrastructure going to work? Yep. Who's funding what? You understand? Because these are all new markets that are being opened up. Internet like penetration is already not that high. Like, There's a lot of factors going on, and somebody's trying to get paid. And like, I know one thing's about nigga. Niggas love them upfront bag, but the upfront bag never justify a lot of the transaction we're doing. So these are some of the questions. I'm happy for it. You understand? I'm always there. But I got deeper questions. And you know, we don't necessarily want questions. We just want to be happy. We want, oh, the narrative of things are changing, but I want things to actually change. You know, Mm -hmm. like the brain drain that we've experienced is problematic. The number of migrants that die in the Mediterranean Sea are problematic. The number of our brightest minds working dead-end jobs in like Western countries, all of this thing is problematic. There's mad human capital being wasted. And like, 
I, we haven't we didn't call the continent ourselves. We haven't defined the borders. Mm. You understand? Like yo, big man, I'm like. This, that I mean, because I wasn't even the question I was going to ask you, but you being that you brought it up, like, is that a thing for y'all? Do y'all want to redefine the fucking the, the borders? We have to, cause yeah. we have to, but there are a lot of African people who don't want to exactly. and, and don't like. They just don't feel so like. What's about, the point? We talking about laziness, or we talking about not fear? Not even that, but not even fear. But you also Niggas have are eating. to you, like mm-hmm. yo, like that corruption shit. Like yeah. the way the system is set up, yeah. may not be working for everybody. But for the people it's working work, for it works perfectly. Yeah. Oh, cuz no 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 perfect ain't the word. <laughs> perfect ain't the motherfucking like the like listen, I won't say too much, but there's presidents that spend six months mm. in like Swiss hotels renting out the whole floor. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Like it's that's different balling, bro. Yeah. Like balling on a state budget, that's different balling. Mm-hmm. So it's like for the person who's eating off of that, fuck, what are you talking well, to him yeah. about? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, all right, then. Uh, there's, all right, so there's two questions I want to get to. Then we're going to get to the interview about you. All right, then. So, yo, can Americans appropriate African culture? Is, okay. that, a, is that a thing? Do you think? I, I don't I, know. I think I, so, but I, I want him to answer. I, yo, yo, this to thing, because this I didn't grow up in Africa, so everything I know is from, like, what I know from my family that still lives yeah. in Ethiopia, from what I've learned, but yeah. this, you probably have a different opinion. So to me, all right, I'm going to be honest with you. So I didn't properly understand the African-American experience until I went to Mississippi and Louisiana. Mm. So in Mississippi and Jackson, I drove down Mega Edward Boulevard. Mm. You understand them ways then? Once you properly understand the history of who Medgar is, like, mm-hmm. you get a different sense yeah. for what this thing here is. Yeah. That's first and foremost. Yeah. Number two now, I drove down to Louisiana mm. and I seen the red clay and the tarot leaves. And if you're from my side of the world, it's also red clay and tarot leaves. Mm. And the weather was similar and et cetera and et cetera and et cetera. And you see that they still have some traditions that are similar, like in the respect of the olders and the way in which society is a culture. And once you contextualize it, like, yo, these people are in hostile territory. African-Americans are in hostile territory. Mm -hmm. They're in a territory that at every moment is trying to take. You understand? Snatch their very soul, their very being. Like, yeah. own them in a visceral type way, right? Because America feeds off black bodies. You know, all the shit that's cool and fly about America is literally beaten and stripped out of black people, hit with the shaker, and then served it back to you. Yeah. From Elvis to the Beastie Boys to, like, uh, the Catch Me Outside girl. Mm-hmm. All the things, you understand? Like, yo, boo-roo-chick, Nowadays, the game is so swift. They'll let you get angry about a shirt, right? So you could protest and tweet while mentioning the brand. So even after they remove the item, the brand is more famous. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like, that's how deep the game goes. So I don't think so, right? But that's also because I got a different understanding of blackness than most people on both sides of the plate. Like, I've seen both sides of the plate, right? Like, because, like, poverty, because, yo, the unifying factor to me is poverty. Okay. If you've seen the actual state of poverty in both Africa and in America that some black people go through, notice I said some, because a lot of, you know what I'm saying, a lot of aren't doing that. But the ones that are, you realize that it's the same sense of resilience. Mm -hmm. You understand? It's the same sense of facing up to incredible odds with a smile on your face, right? That's the diaspora. (laughs) You know, and so it's like, if you can connect to that, 
yeah. you'll be able to connect in most places where black people live. Yeah. But that's just my understanding of it. So coming from that understanding, I don't. But there are people who have different sort of claims of being territorial about this shit. You understand? Like, because like they see it as like power relations. But like, to me, power relations between Africans right now is like 10 rats talk about the crumbs. Yeah. Try to eat, at least eat the legs of the table so we could get all the food that's to fall a, down. But that's a big thing, right? I, that's what I was thinking. I, all right. Damn, because it was supposed to go to break. But that's the thing I was thinking about, too, with um, American um, blacks right now. They're pushing really hard for um, reparations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with that, reparations talk does come a lot of, I don't know if you want to call it xenophobia, or but there's a lot of alienation of everybody else. I mean, listen. From diaspora. But, I mean, I do, I do respect some of their points. I as, a, as, a, as, a, as a West Indian, I respect the points. No, but as a, as a West Indian, I've seen it. Like you said, I've seen it from both sides. I do know, like when my family came here, we didn't until we was cool with Americans. We didn't respect Americans, so I got why there was a lot of pushback you know? from it. But it doesn't weaken us. Like to me, I mean, what gets annoying to me, my mm-hmm. whole opinion on everything is just like feel me like. I I like you know I always knew like mm. I was African, but the world kind of well, not even the world but like Americans, mm. like Black Americans didn't see that because oh you're light skin or oh mm. you talk like this or oh you don't look like that so it was kind of an, an exclusive thing mm. to me it was like like bye like get out of here mm. so like now it's like well all this sudden like self love and appreciation and all of this. Africa's so diverse, Africa, so you kind of get, it kind of sends you back to like that childlike mindset, like what about me, like what about me, y'all didn't appreciate this not that long ago, and the information was out there, y'all just didn't then want we, it. Now, it wasn't, now it's a thing, yeah, like yeah. that whole, I get that, but like, I think, I, I think now, like I said, it's a, it's a, the whole reparations thing I thought has pushed in a, a wedge. It has pushed in a wedge, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'll be honest, like, yo. That and interracial dating, I would say. I hear the points the ADOS mm-hmm. are making. Yeah. And like, I mm-hmm. encourage them to get reparations. Yeah. More like you power. said, I think it trickles back. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. My thing is, though, if you're going to make America your best friend, yeah. more power to you yeah. as a black person. If you're going to make America your best friend, more power to you. Because it's like, America showed me what it thinks of black people. Yeah, You understand? Because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what type of cute accent you may have. It doesn't matter <laughs> what type of car, what type of... Eventually, America, even if it doesn't give you a full nigga wake up call, mm-hmm. it'll give get you a call. warning yeah. shot to yeah. be like, hey, yo, papi, <laughs> are you in the field? Or are you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, like, I know. Yeah. And since I know, yo, listen, more power to them. Yeah. But if you're going to make America your best friend, Maybe, listen, show me some shit. Show me I'm a cynical asshole who doesn't understand the world. Yeah, because American blacks are the most patriotic motherfuckers. They're way more patriotic than any white person that ever voted for Trump. Because, yo, yeah, but, but, but they, you see, the game they, is like, mm. the way the game is told to them is, yo, y'all built this, so this is your, yeah. right? But it's like, niggas are running this shit to the ground. Niggas gonna give you the Cadillac 40 years later when it's an old school. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Like, yeah. And like, like why now? Like the slaves I don't, I don't, already I don't. had no. all of they like. Listen, Obama, that's the president. If Trump was the president hmm. in 2008, post financial crisis, America would have crashed out. Obama had to do some really difficult things. He really had to do some real difficult public policy choices. I may not agree with all of his national 
issues and the way he handled racial issues. But I will give him like, yo, he saved America from the brink of itself. Trump wouldn't have done that. You understand the ones that like a couple years ago, like there was a Tea Party supposedly started about the deficit. Mm -hmm. Man, a man was running around with AKs and things, <laughs> talking about oh the deficit. But Trump, I think, tripled the deficit recently. Mm -hmm. So the Republicans never really care about that. Mm -hmm. So from that perspective, it's like. Even when they give us access to supposed power, they give us to us at a time where they need us. Mm-hmm. You understand yeah. them ones that yeah. sound like a fit. That sound like yeah. a trade, bro. You feel that me? sound like a trade. <laughs> but <laughs> the like thing, that. the thing is, is like, do we always want to be America's fall guys? And I get what you're saying. It's like, okay, we get the reparations, and then what else? Because like, then what after that, white, after that, if white Americans give the reparations to African Americans, mm -hmm. trust me, there will be no more conversations about race in America. They're going to look at you like, we don't want to hear nothing. Mm -hmm. And you know they're not really going to try to give. Because, all right, cool. Before or at the same time as you give African-Americans money, I personally advocate for free fucking therapy for every black person mm -hmm. of, yeah. like, ADOS design in America. And I'm talking about for a fucking lifetime, mm -hmm. right? Like, I'm not talking, like, I'm talking about for outside of any monies to be given to them, mm -hmm. Every black person that's a descendant of slavery in America deserves free therapy for a year. Mm -hmm. Bro, like, after they agreed to that, they didn't say, like, it's not just you about... You ain't getting shit. Like, <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> but niggas need more, way more than that, right? Yeah, more, way more than money. You feel me? Mm -hmm. No, way more than, like, exactly. Way more than the social services provided, rather, like, fin financial literacy. I'm talking about, like, primary access to loans. I'm talking actual corrective actions to policies exactly. like red districting, red lightning. Like, yo, my nigga, because you could quantify that shit. You could say that, like, yo, my grandfather tried to move in that neighborhood. You denied him the loan. This nigga bought this shit. And it is saying, like, actual corrective action towards that. That's but not what... But the thing is, everyone's mindset is, oh, we're going to get money. We're going to get money. We're going to get money. Nobody's thinking past that. And I think that is one of the biggest if detrimental white, things if to let the white black people community. Trick like we, the, exactly. If y'all let white people trick y'all into that trick bag. Because, like, yo, if it's a reparation, get a comprehensive package. Exactly. That's all I'm saying to African-Americans. Because I'm not African-American. I can't tell y'all how to operate your plate but if i was in y'all situation i want the most comprehensive package ever motherfucker <laughs> i need the same sort of golden parachute you give top executives in fortune 500 companies that's what i need some severance like, package like yo bro <laughs> if something gonna because, cut us off like that because yeah. yo listen if i need to talk to a therapist for three years and go on vacation for about five years just to be able to get over the trauma of all that i've endured under your sort of institutional because reparation is also you admitting that institutional racism is a thing in America. Yeah. You like you know saying after that like white people can't hit you with the is institutional racism real? If you pay out the reparation, all that shit goes out the window. They have to recognize that this shit happened. We're trying to change because like what's the point? Oh, you're gonna give me reparation, but you're not gonna change the justice system. Mm -hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they, you think it's but the that's beginning? That's what they want to do. They want to like yeah, we we gave y'all this, so, so that, everybody shut up. Exactly. Don't say nothing. Don't else. say nothing. And because that, but remember, you can, but you after can't say black that, people got the right to, mm. but look, you can. Mm. After black people had got the right to vote 
for a long period of time the, it was, was shut like, up yeah, that was yo, got, I, then everybody you. was like oh wait but this is happening then you not even happened. let me vote exactly and then when Barack we see Barack Obama when he got elected oh racism doesn't exist we have a black president right, sure. the senator um, the senator what's, what, what state that was the um, my son McCormick yeah. he was just like y'all yeah, we, 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 we just gay y'all a black president yeah. listen yeah. listen listen so yo. it's like if we get these reparations there will be another 8, 10 however many years where we're what? like 80 what people <laughs> gonna ask for 80 to 100 years to not talk about racism <laughs> in America that's and that's what and that to me that's the trick bag and that's what I'm saying to black folks is don't fall into that trick bag right mm-hmm. you understand the ones that demand more because you deserve more yeah. mm-hmm. what America is taking from African Americans is some shit that's not really quantifiable but if we have to quantify it my nigga go for the motherfucking neck <laughs> that's all I can say to the people like, because yo Cause just know that if they give that up, mm. oh fam, I think I think black people are so re- black people are so resilient that they fuck around and they'll um they'll they'll I think like that I think that's one of the biggest fear I think one they're admitting it the admitting of it you can't fight that yeah and, and that's the thing I, black people don't want to admit it which always this is a question admit, admit I will never we don't want to admit structural and, racism I swear to you yeah like, I not like black people I feel like we only think, pull the, the race card either when it's convenient for us or, or when it's not intense to talk about when it's a direct relation exactly. to slavery because me like you we've never been through, yeah. through slavery so it's like I can talk about slavery because i never been through that shit it happened so long ago I could talk about when it comes to upfront in your face racism that happens every single day black people don't want to admit that so then what happens is when it comes to have these tough situations, it's oh, oh I, I just want this. I just blah blah blah. <laughs> like I don't I don't see color. I like black be- <laughs> people are the biggest, the biggest hypocrites. Like we are more like white people than we think. The only difference is we not white. <laughs> we don't have the privilege that comes with it. Yo, listen, and you see like that's like that's the one thing Still that I see. Growing up, like in the Western world, that's one of the major differences I peep. Like, when I grew up, like I seen white people on the television. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And then there was, I seen them in on, and they were aid workers and television characters. <laughs> you know, so no disrespect to you, but you, like you're far removed from my reality. Yeah. Here, they were, whether or not you wanted to, the role models. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, because even if you wanted to ball, like yo, who balling more than the rich, rich, rich ballers? Because mm. we don't, we don't like listen. The rafe, the reason why niggas buy the rafe is because it ain't meant for us. There's a nigga the rafe is meant for. You understand? Like, yeah. like you they, see what they I'm built it for somebody. Like, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? It wasn't your black ass. <laughs> it wasn't your black ass. They and built it's that funny for- you say that because that's even like my my cousins that are Ethiopian. They're like, you're such a white girl, and I never got that because they're like. Because of how I act and stuff like that. Like, I'm mad American. I'm like, for me, but so the thing like, is like, but if you grew up in America, yeah. you have to be American to survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because America, for now, America's kind of open, mm-hmm. but it seemed, because I didn't grow up here, but it seemed like it used to be like, are you are you gonna get down or are you gonna lay down? Type no, shit? no, it was a, it was a thing. Like, um, I think my friends even to this day, they was like, "Yo, I didn't know you had an accent until I walked into your house and your mom started talking to you." Cause like, all right, it's all well and good. Like, I um, I was born like around in Flatbush. We grew mm-hmm. up like my first seven years, but star, that's there's it's 
completely American. Flatbush is West Indian. Yeah. It was American. And so when I came here, you know, you got to adapt, bro. <laughs> you have to adapt because everybody's family is here. Everybody, And then to look at you foreign, you look, you get look, you a plate, bro. Mm-hmm. You a whole plate out here. So, yeah, that was a thing. You definitely had to, you know, you had to be Americanized just off the rip. You, get what you, what know? you have to be Americanized. And when you talk about being Americanized, you inherently talk about a white supremacist enterprise. Exactly. So you're talking about white. You understand? Know it's like, like, bro, listen, man, yo, we go to Saks Fifth Ave. Some niggas live not too far from Fifth Ave. Yeah. You understand? Like, it's different type of like, sorry, even like getting money in America, there's different type of ball and there's different type, there's like, real life <laughs> levels, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, some of us don't, bro. Like, man, listen. What it's like? You gotta value your time, mm-hmm. like really, like profoundly, and understand that. Yo, listen. The game is unfair, but it's gotta be played. Mm-hmm. And if it's gotta be played, and it's already unfair, acquiring like advantages as you're already disadvantaged can only be to your advantage. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you know. But that's the thing. I don't. I don't know what it is in black people mind. We want to be these huge moral correct people when everyone fucks us over. Because it's like we're we're always the ones where it's like just because someone spir- does I, that to us, do we be- don't have to do it back. I feel. I feel like that's a spiritual thing, and I do believe yeah. that's where you. That's that's what's that's. And that it, is it how, definitely is something that was ingrained in our spirit because bro, you gotta listen, think even in slavery. Yeah, in slavery us. they beat that into us. Like you feel me? They beat subservience into us. Listen, exactly. If they deserve heaven on earth right now, so do I. Like, cause because bro, like people act like as if our conditions aren't tragic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of the things that we brush off as like, oh, that just happened, Mm. shouldn't just happen. Yeah. Yo, how many friends have y'all lost? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah, real shit. And I'm talking about like most of my friends haven't died. They just go to jail. You know what I'm saying? How many of them were bad people? I've seen really good people go to jail. You feel me? I've seen really good people. Like, go to jail. Yeah. how many people have you seen just left the shell of who they were? Yeah, I've seen a lot of people go through that. Like growing up, because my mother, like her family stuff, they're from the south. Mm. So like, I got both sides. Like I got to see both sides. And when I see my family in the south, even some of my family up here, but mainly in the south, they live in such a small town. Mm. It's like, damn, like y'all might as well be living in in huts and shit like that. Like they act like African people are because it's like. It's sick out there. People are poor out there, and they're comfortable being poor. They don't aspire to do more. They don't aspire to have more. They are fine with just the mediocre, trashy, dirty, falling apart living that they're living in. And yeah, this is America. Yo, when I went, like my grandmother's house in South Carolina is only one story, probably like seven rooms throughout the whole house, and it's falling apart. Mm-hmm. And everybody in that house mm-hmm. is fine living in that house. Like, like nobody don't yeah, want to move. I've nobody heard, don't want to go. And it's like, why? Like, and, and people, we do have a sense. People of, be like, they, no. They, I've heard like, there's like a place of like, damn, like I don't know how I'm gonna make it. You know, in a mm-hmm. big, big city. You understand what I'm saying? It's a like big fear. That's that's definitely a fear. Is shit like, but that. not even a fear. But it's like it trickles down to the younger kids, and it's like. My little cousins don't even give a f because they friends, family down the block. (laughs) And my family listens to this because I'm talking about them. At least I don't want to curse. (laughs) But like, no, you put their business out there. They don't even (laughs) care. They don't even care because my friend down the block's house is falling apart too. Like we're all poor and we're all happy. We're poor. We're just a big poor happy family, and it's like things we shouldn't be seeing, like things that are normal. (laughs) And then the 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 shit that's sad about it is like. 
the craziest things happen. Like, there's a lot of home invasions. There's a lot of robberies. There's a lot of shootings. There's a lot of danger. And it's like, these things are happening because y'all are poor. And y'all are happy y'all are poor. Y'all don't care that y'all are poor. It's not that you don't care that you're poor. It's like, the solutions to get out of your poverty are not apparent. True. So it's like, Sky Zoo, he has a song called Long Money. And I fuck with the long, the first bar he said, Long money looks so short from 100 feet out. Mm-hmm. Right? All right, simple. They tell you pay attention in school. <laughs> you think, fuck them. Who are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you learn to focus your mind, you're doing yourself a favor. Yeah. You understand? Like, that's an exercise in something. Like, yo, I'll peep somewhere in life. It's not about the messenger sometimes. It's about the message. You got to be willing to accept the hard truths wherever the fuck they come from because the game don't got to give it to you. Hmm. The game don't got to be fair. Niggas play as if the shit's got to play. No, man. Like it, so if you catch if you catch understanding, because hmm. it's, applied, it's applied knowledge that's power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what you do with it, yeah. Yo, uh, we like went mad far over. Uh, yeah, we gotta. Uh, we gonna take a quick little break. Cool. We go back and we gonna get into your business and your life and things like cool, that. Cool, 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 cool. Ad Parker, I was actually dope. I really enjoyed that. About five, six bitches I might slide with. About five, six, what these bitches hide is. I be so hot, she answer yes, your highness. I be so fly, she even sweat me in my dry fit. When it's time to drink, she gon' link up like a sidekick. Tell me what your sign is and can you guess what mine is? Add it up, if ain't added up, you getting minus. Catty in the section, getting stuffy like a sinus. Yeah, I'm in my prime, bitch. That's what the time is. Yacht master, Rolex, cause it's timeless. Saw me uptown and they thought I was from Highbridge. But I'm from Flatbush and we invented fly shit. Nigga, fix your posture. You look like an imposter, she look like dinner pasta. I need her on my roster. Call me the G. Text a GM in the AM. See you in the PM. See what she gon' say then. See what she gon' say when she pull up to the playpen. We playing controller, controller, PlayStation. I be on the road, truck loads, way stations. Cast a touchy, then send a bitch on vacation. Last month was a triple vacation. Promise still have to get a little taste. Patience. I'm still on the vibe if the bitches ain't Haitian. But she's pretty crazy. All I get a tingling sensation. Call on, get, get my mom. That's your mama though. Ready, set, hold your on a mode. How you get? All those fits that you be in, all that trip European when the chip usually be in, yo I know, I know you don't want a man So stop fucking fronting like you're trying to find a man Shorty, I'm a bull, yeah, I won't fuck you like a tired man Then plan B, you fuck up your whole entire plan I'm the Ladies, man. let me see your hands in the air If you like it from the back while I grab on your hair Let me see your hands in the air If you like your face down with your ass in the air Look back at it, look back at it Man, that pussy got me feeling like a crack at it Look back at it Standing up, inviting women to our sex and raising glasses up. Taking paid in full flicks for the camera. Uh, gotta share this with my niggas near Canada. Uh, bottle bitches as bad as fuck be on the gram, showing their ass and acting up. Whoa, and you don't gotta have an ass pussy fat as fuck. Never met a chick as bad as her, I'll probably marry her. Good dude, minor flaws in my character. She said she need a roughneck, so I'ma batter up. Don't know how many players hit this, but I'm the batter up. Tonight's the night, I can't wait to get my hands on her. She freestyles her ass off, but I can manage her. Got a lot of junk in her trunk, but I can handle her. Hennessy never failed me, I'ma go hammer her. Girl, you look good, won't you back, back, back it up? You can meet me on Lennox, smoking on run 
Vegas with the dreadlocks. Come around front, catch a headshot. So AD podcast, we back. Um, we just got like a full like lesson. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying I'm on on African. You know, <laughs> I'm East versus West. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 like- no. I gotta clarify. I gotta clarify. I read for the Central African Massive, the Gabons, the Congos, the Central African Republics, the Chad, the Cameroon. Salute. I see y'all on my francophones. Blah, 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 blah. Boom. Side note, but it's important. So you gotta specify. Okay. Okay. You gotta specify. So, a, right, so what's the difference between um that would be from like what's What's a specific, a specific thing from Central Africans that so it's like almost? it's it was the last part of Africa to be like inhabited. Uh-huh. So essentially, people were pushed into it. Okay, right. So it's like the Congo is the most mineral rich resource in the world. More people have died then since 1991 than in World War II. Right, but without the rare earths, there would be no iPhones. iPhone is one of the, Apple is one of the highest valued company in the world. Mm. Right, like so. It's. Conrad wrote a book about the center of Africa. He called it the heart of darkness. It's a place where like a lot of things that shouldn't happen are allowed to go unchecked because yeah. nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, and so that's why to me it's important to like specify, and acknowledge that existence because. Most people aren't even gonna, you understand? Mm-hmm. Like, <coughs> it puts some sort of awareness in your head that you there is a yes, Central Africa, Africa. Yeah, yeah. and it's a specific identity and a specific story. You understand the ways there? So it's like, cause I'm not Nigerian, I'm not Senegalese. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know what I'm saying? And shout out to them niggas. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Gambians, the Togo, the Massive, the Algerians. The Mo- shout out to all them. Shout out to the South African, all of that, all of that. Shout out to the Kenyans, the Sudanese, the Ethiopians, Somalia. Shout out to all of that. But the specificity of that experience, of my experience, of the experience of people like me, needs a space to be acknowledged. Yeah. And everywhere I go, I want to, you know what I'm saying, make mm-hmm. sure that, yeah, mm-hmm. you know? So, boom. So, what was life like growing up in Cameroon? Fun. Mm. Fun as fuck, cuz, like, fun as fuck. Like, yo, school ended at 3.30. Mm-hmm. You know, mom dudes didn't get home till, like, 9.00. I live in like apartment buildings, you know what I'm saying? Then I moved to like a neighborhood, like mm. it was fun. Like we used to do all types of shit, you know, like pushing tires with the sticks, like racing like mango leaves when it rained, like <laughs> chasing spiders, like, you know, like running into the forest, like, you know, like there was a river, cause it's like, it's a city, but it's literally on the edge of the forest. So it was like, it was mad shit. Like we played rock wars. You understand? Like where men and men lined up on each side and men threw rocks at each other. There was like real specific rules. Obviously, the rocks, because you're not trying to hurt nobody. Mm. Men ain't trying to hurt you. you, you not not to face, not to face. Yeah, of course <laughs> that call. The problem is if you hit his face, his mom's going to come tell your mom and you might fuck around and catch two beatings instead of one. <laughs> so, man, you understand? And you break a window, you're going to have a problem. You understand? Like, so it's like, it was fun. Mm. It was fun. You know what I'm saying? It was, we played a lot of soccer. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was fun. It was, it was really fun. It was always hot. Imagine growing up somewhere where it's always hot and it's like. It's always like today? Yeah. Like, <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's always, and it's like, everybody's kind of like. Nah, hotter. Because mm. when I went to Ethiopia, yeah. I was like seven 
and it was so hot. Then right my now? edges, <laughs> my my natural hair was like a dark brown. When I came back to America, I was like your complexion with brown hair and blonde edges. Like that's, that's how that happens. I got the sun? so because you see that like people with red hair and things of that nature. I thought I was dying. Well, no, some, some people do, some people yeah. do die. Yeah, oh, okay, okay. but no, like my and my natural hair color never came back. Like my hair is still like a so crispy then, brown. Not <laughs> <good>. <laughs> now, all right. Then, so, uh, what made you move to? Um, what made you migrate? Uh, Mom Duke's got a job in America. You know? Okay, okay, okay. I had a um thing. So, how how did that how does that work? Like, how do you get a job in America from? <laughs> Yo, salute the hustlers. <laughs> For real, like, like oh, what's the interview process? Finesse. Like, no, 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 no finesse. The hustle. Mm. Yeah. Salute the hustlers. That's all I can say. Yeah. That nigga, like, yo, it's not, it's not a simple process. Mm. It's a process for those that are willing. You feel mm-hmm. me? Yeah. And like, no. Oh, I forgot to yeah, unplug yeah, it. Yeah, I gotta yeah, unplug yeah. this shit. So yeah. it's a process for those that are willing, and like. Mm. Homie was willing and made it happen. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Okay. So, all right. Then, so, what's the you boom in America? Where did you first move to when you moved to America? Uh, you moved to Southern Virginia, right? No, Northern Virginia, the Washington D.C. suburbs, Arlington. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, shout out to the DMV. Okay. Yeah, shout out to the DMV. And it's like, so boom, something strange happens. Mm. Like, we're in America for maybe like two weeks now. Mm. So you see now, like. You men have the doors that you push the thing on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. I got. I come from where you know you need a key. Mm-hmm. Things that if you don't do this, yeah, your door. You know, say. So boom. I guess I must have closed the door in one of the bedrooms because we were living on the first floor. It's about like eight thirty at night. My uncle climbs into the window to go up on the door. You know, we're mm-hmm. African niggas. Mm-hmm. Boom, 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 boom. Police. It's ten officers. So I'm from Africa, so I go open the door. And so, like, mind you, like, I've been in America for maybe, like, two, three weeks. So I open the door, and I never forget shit. There's, like, ten police officers. There's, there's three faces I remember. There's one of the black guy and two of the white women. So mm-hmm. men all drawn. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because, yo, this is, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, but for what? Because they, they see him they climb he, in the window. They, they, they thought he was breaking in. I was hoping that wasn't the truth. <laughs> you was hoping it wasn't obvious. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> like, why? But mind you, the nigga was wearing his boxes and his shorts. So, baby. Uh, <laughs> hey, yeah, listen. it's so dumb. So, and like, like I said, so boom. Like, because like, in the place that I grew up at, I was just like a normal kid. Yeah. But in America, I was a little taller than niggas. I was a little bigger than niggas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was a little darker than niggas. Like, that meant something. <laughs> but you know what I never understood? Like, American people, like, if they know you're African, like, because you're not even that dark. But if they just think you're African, you're a little dark, like, they, I don't know, just something go off in my African booty scratcher, this, I mean, that, and the third. Thing is, like, like, I, I didn't really get too much of that, and I didn't really mind too mm-hmm. much of that because I came from a playground where we were thought to knock niggas out. So I was with the energy. You understand? Like, that's just like, different niggas come from different Africa. Like, I came from Africa. Like, my playground, we didn't run your mama jokes. Yeah. Your mama jokes, like, girls would fight you for your mama jokes. What? Y'all played the dozens. We played respectful dozens. Right? Like, it's like, yo, bro, like, you, your mama jokes on the playgrounds I grew up on would get you smacked in the face from a girl, bro. Yeah. Don't play, right? Because yeah. it's like, why are you talking about people's mothers? You don't <laughs> like, bro, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, 
So like men have been conditioned yeah. to know that, yo, bro, I may not be the funniest, but you push the joke too far, man, it's down to smack you in the face. <laughs> I'm not gonna win every single one. No, yeah. my brother. I know that already. So did you get into cause you were much older when you came here? Yeah. So did you get into like a lot of Yeah, you are much older, so cool someone cool you African booty stretcher. You thirteen years old, you call yeah, somebody that. Your fucking face yeah. <laughs> but so did you get into like a lot of fights and a lot of altercations? I mean, I wouldn't say a lot because like yo once you're bigger than people and people see you with the energy because like yo like we grew up on kung fu movies we were bored <laughs> hyped up little niggas in a neighborhood yeah like there was 30 40 of us right and mm. there was lines you couldn't cross we had beef with the niggas up the streets you know like we had little techniques like foot sweeps and shit there weren't no guns mm. weren't no knives so if mm. you're talking hands to niggas like us yeah. you, you talking the shit knives we was doing we with we with all that shit <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like but at the same time so it changed because I do hear a lot of Africans complain about that, right? But I caught it at a time where I had something to say about it, right? Mm -hmm. And so it changed the narrative. But I did end up in military school mm. off the strength of that. You understand yeah. the ones that because I was like, <clears throat> plus my name, there was a movie at the time. I'm not going to bait it out, but it was a movie and the reference to a big dark-skinned nigga was just obvious. And mm. niggas thought there was a joke somewhere in there. And like... Like I said, I grew up in a playground where your mama jokes was too far. And so you thinking you're going to spend four or five hours of the day bullying me yeah. when you grew up on running water and electricity was... F like, it was crazy to <laughs> me. Like, it was you crazy. Up <laughs> on running water and electricity. Like, I was struggling with two different struggles, bro. <laughs> you out of your mind if you think like... And so, yeah. But, and so... But at the same time, military school prepped me mm. for after military school because there was no girls. It was niggas, you know what I'm saying? It was in the South. So, like, it put me on to, like, America, mm. right? Because yeah. you, you're about that America. action. But, but, like, mm. yo, like, yo, yo, until you see kids, like, write swastikas in the toilet in their own shit. You, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I, bruv, I didn't see niggas break Louisville sluggers over their own head. Like, cause yo, yo, yo fam, like, yo, America. Like, Chad will show your black ass. He don't give a fuck, fuck if you could be in your dad. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. I, uh, this is my country. The one story that forever made me understand, so there was this one kid, I'm not gonna say his name, mm. but so we would eat in a mess hall mm. and a nigga cut him off in line for the food, right? He cut him for, him for the plate, right? And so we lived in the same hall and shit. And he was like, yo, get behind me. He's like, nah, the nigga was bigger than him. He played on the football team, junior varsity, running back some shit. So he felt he was a bad boy. Yo, so I lived across from the white boy that he cut off. These were two white boys. The other white boy, maybe he's like, yo, maybe five foot four, 125 pounds. Mm. But he used to cut himself. <laughs> Right, one of them real emo kids, like yo. he knows pain. <laughs> yo, big man, man, grab this scissor, like, I, and I'm seeing it, man. Grab this scissor, and man was going. So I come out, and then I try to stop. Fam, man, dragged me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big ass. Man, dragged you. Dragged me. It took two, three of us to because yo. It wasn't just no normal, you understand? It's yeah, like, yo, yeah. I have issues. My parents don't want, can't or don't want to take care of me. And this place, you understand the way he's there? So it's like, you also, I also understood a lot 
early on about like power dynamics in American society and mm-hmm. how it operates. You understand? Like, because you could see it. Like, they had the company with the black kids. They had the post-grad kids where they were like pumping their grades so they could get into NCAA programs. So you could see the way in which America wants to treat you like cattle. You understand? I wanted to play football. Mom was like, you better stick your ass to soccer, right? You mm-hmm. feel me? So, and like my nigga, I had access to the library for like the third time in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga, I was middle of nowhere. They got a library, nigga. Like yeah. it's what I'm saying. Like cause to niggas that sound crazy, but like cause like man, we bro. The first time me and the homies, all right, boom. How it works is let's buy, let's say you buy a comic book, right? Okay. You can't necessarily buy the next one, so you go trade it in at a shop. Yeah. So you could get the next copy, and it's a whole system of bartering and trading a comic book that happened. The first time me and the homies wanted to go do that. We didn't really have enough bread to take the cab to get there, fam. We walked like three kilometers there. You understand? We're and American. Com- yeah. Yeah. So like system. a mile and a half. Okay. Like, a mile, like on foot. Like you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's, but that was just box standard to us. You yeah. understand? The ones there. So it's like to have access to a whole unfeathered library, anything you want to read, like that no, shit was, was mind boggling to a nigga. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? My nigga, like, all this? Like, uh, yeah. You feel me? Yeah. And so, like, that was interesting, but I got to learn because I also got to learn like, as a nigga, you're not expected to be smart in America. Yeah. yeah. You've lo- you've learned that. Listen, because I'm a dark skinned nigga, and every time I open my mouth, right, yeah. so I look like a nigga that's played football, right, but I haven't, right. Yeah. And it's like I like basketball. I soccer. feel like in America, black people, period, just aren't expected Expected to, to be, be really intelligible. Because I even get the whole people think because I'm pretty and I'm light skinned I'm something out of my mouth is eventually gonna be about my hair or my eyelashes or something. Then when I open my mouth, it's like, oh, you're actually kind of smart. I want to exactly. talk to you some more. Yeah. And it's like, why would your first? Why could you be smart and I can't? That I always ask people that. Like when people be like, oh, I thought you were gonna be stuck up, or I thought you, <laughs> I didn't know you were gonna be so smart. I always tell them like. Do you think that of yourself when people meet you? Like, but why I mean, could you, you know, be that and I'm not? You know, the problem with it is, like, a lot of us give in to those. Like, yeah, well, and that's the thing. That's why I ask people instead of just letting them say that. Because a lot of people who are like myself, who mm-hmm. are very articulate and stuff like that, when people tell them I wasn't expecting you to be that articulate, they take it as a compliment because so many yeah, people dismiss I mean, yeah. them before they open yeah, their definite, mouth. Definite. You have to reinforce those things if you don't want people to think that about you or anyone else. I and for me, it's... I'm cool. I'm cool with that. I'll be like... No, no I mean, to see, the reason I'm not cool with it is, yeah. like, a lot of times mm-hmm. it also happens happens from women and like to me like that's some weird ass fetishization of black man type shit and it's like nah my nigga this is not mandingo <laughs> and like if you want the mandingo Yo, I experience never, I my nigga I need a fucking fee and my fee's gonna be high like you know what I'm saying like, Yo, I've never thought about that bro Yo, that's a, that's, a but, bro, that's probably that's subconscious bro that is a subconscious bro, thing yeah bro like yeah. the setup is in bro yeah I never thought about bro, that bro the setup Yo, is in cause you know bro. you get it all the time you hear it from a woman's point of view how a woman like oh they're men only you know but like all right like as a as a dark skin as a tall dark skin guy like that'd be the first thing like yeah he probably bring my uh, uh, uh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like wow that could be degrading <laughs> you never think about that because yeah. you thought you thought you conditioned it's like, it. i like the read yeah, too. Yeah. You, condi- <laughs> you conditioned to thinking like all right like oh she she she's trying to smash but you, in the same sense a lot of african dudes that come here they use that to their advantage like oh she think my dick big so i'm gonna just get it like let me tell you it's these african dudes that come to my lounge every day shout out to miss lounge shout out to them if you listen to this because y'all know who y'all are 
Yo, they go in there and they get all the bitches every day. These guys come every single day with the same shit. They don't got nothing going on. But because these girls, because a lot of girls of different races come to my lounge because of where it's at. So we got a lot of Israeli girls that come, a lot of Hispanic oh, girls, a lot of. Oh, so they talk eating. to a lot of oh, girls from this. So like, you oh, should see these eating. girls. Like, they are so fascinated with them. And it's like, this nigga is not that interesting. You only like him because you think his dick is huge. Yo, listen, and that's and yo that and bro, like and niggas feel like they have to live up to them expectations, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it like it permeates so many different areas of life. Cause like for even like this quote unquote tough shit, a lot of niggas are tough because they think girls like tough guys, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like I see a lot of guys that are now in their thirties and their job got them the money that the hustlers had in their twenties, mm-hmm. and now they looking at people like, oh yo, you used to like the bad boys. Now you just you say I hate them niggas. niggas. I, I hate them like, dudes. I hate them You know what's crazy though? It's even annoying to meet them because they like, oh, you probably like guys that ain't shit. No, I like nerds like you, <laughs> and y'all ain't shit either. So no, you're not. Now, you're not. Now what the fuck? And that's what I'm saying. Like that shit is like niggas be so shallow, cause in so mm-hmm. many different levels, and like yo, it's it's a setup. Yeah. As a nigga, my whole thing I'm trying to tell to other men is this. Hey, yo, cuzzy, spend some time with yourself. Learn sh- yourself because the game is changing. Yeah. The game is changing. The achievement gap, if you don't know what that is, Google that. Mm-hmm. The achievement gap, if you don't know what that is, Google that. The education gap, if you don't know what that is, Google that. The game is changing. Young nigga, the game is changing. You better, yo, because boy, like, the way the dynamics are going, mm-hmm. We're walking dildos for mad people. Mm-hmm. We're walk and we don't even know it. Mm-hmm. Like we don't even know that. Oh nah, Shorty just sees yo. You was just another nigga on the hit list. What was it? Yo, like <laughs> yo, just another nigga on the hit list. <laughs> Who, fuck your white horse and your kid. I, I I have to, and this is the feminist in me. Yeah. I I have to say this though. I mean. F- Forever into this day, women have always of been walking pocket vagina. Of so it's so, like, and the thing is yeah. like, no, nah, but this is that we ain't peeped how the game reversed. Yeah, and, the, and it's the a hot girl summer. <laughs> the game is reversing quicker than niggas are peeping. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah because the thing is, yo, like, and I think you said this the last episode. Mm. It is just so easy to get niggas. That's like it's yo, so that's, easy. That's and like when I say shit like that, people just be looking at me like, "Oh, you just saying that because X Y Z." Like niggas, you are, think yo, niggas like that. will risk their whole wedding. Yeah. Yo, son, 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 niggas, <laughs> son, son. Bro, the other day, son. like, and it's crazy because it's like I be thinking in my head, like, yo, if I was a dude, I wouldn't even talk to me because, like, my whole first. Like, like initial reactions sometimes just be so crazy it's like why would you even still want to pursue a girl like this but what it is is like and men and women we are just really shallow like the other day some dude like he was trying to talk to me and shit like that and he's like yo come here i'm like what 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 the fuck you just said to me like like why why are you like why are you talking to me like that so he like pulls over and he comes around and puts on this nice voice and he's just like Oh, blah blah blah, like you're pretty, I wanted to know this, da 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 and I was just being like so like nonchalant and just like shallow with it. One cause I didn't want him to talk to me. But he's just like <laughs> he's just like 
in it. Yo. Like he's just feeding into it. He's like, oh, I like that. Like Yo, I, you bro, know, like anymore. What Shorty told me if she felt indifferent about dating me, and then mm-hmm. I asked her, like, am I expected to keep dating you after you say some shit like this? Yo, and then I was like, yo, take care. Cause like, and I'm like, yo, do niggas, is this the shit that niggas like live through? No, niggas, yeah, yo, you know what? I realize, I realize, yo, go suck your mother, you know? <laughs> Don't disrespect anybody, but go suck <laughs> your mother, Nah, dog. you know what, you know what like, I realized yo. this? You know what I realized this? Yo, um, all right then, so I had a, uh, I had a uh, best friend and eventually like we started dating and yeah. things of that nature, Aww. right? And yeah, nah, yo, it didn't go so well. Uh-oh, I mean, cause she was, she, she was, yeah, cause she was bad. So, but it was certain shit like she would think like I'd put up with and I'm like, yo, bitch. That's not how any of this works. But that's something I have to realize for myself like, The dudes I date are different from the dudes I entertain because the dudes I entertain are bozos. The dudes I date is like, oh no, you're not going to come see, in here and just, just know there's but a line here. here. Yeah. I like but myself. Yeah. But you see, I'm going to be honest to the dudes mm-hmm. that are being dated. Mm-hmm. Your young king, love yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't date them. Yo, honestly speaking, honestly speaking, yo, character, mm. I used to think character... Yo, character's not gonna save you in the stage of the game that we're in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like, and that's what I'm saying to all niggas that I know with principles like, yo, character's no longer enough. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Especially when you talk about the game of love nowadays, because the game of love, marriage has always been a business proposal. Niggas think, like, this, oh, we do this shit for love because we like each other. That's some new age recent shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, Women, I peeped that that love shit was really kind of unfair because they was doing like 80% of the emotional labor uh-huh. and mad at the other shit. And they're like, yo, my nigga. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to do a little more, Poppy. Come on. And the thing is, they still want the perks yeah. of like you taking care of exactly. all the finance up front. Like, don't get the game sideways. It's not one of those, oh, I'm going <laughs> to exactly. do more emotional labor and we go 50 50 on the other bills. You will get your ass like, yo, you will, yo, you will get your yo, ass. I just had this conversation with some dude because like Mm. me and him been talking or whatever and he's cool or whatever but I don't know if I could like really trust him Uh and he was just telling me like yo I talked to you and another girl and you know like I don't know blah 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 like how this is gonna go I both really like y'all he just was like asking me like you know like we have a lot of conversations about like expected gender he's one of those dudes where Mm. he thinks like yo like if you if, if you don't want to be like he has the idea like of old school love like you're yeah, gonna be home crying definitely. and stuff like that and i'm gonna make it up to you and i tell him all the time but it's like no not right. with me talk to like and i was telling him like yo not only are like you gonna do what the fuck you have to do but you're also gonna treat me right too because it's like and like we don't, and yo, don't and get to be a balance and that's what i'm saying to you like the way the game is going like from my perspective yo big man like i sat back and i peeped just like yo cuz like mm-hmm. you know there's an old saying like yo you'll never lose women chasing money mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you understand the, the basic premises are still the same mm-hmm. right like yeah dude yo listen the same way in which niggas fuck chicks that they think is ugly mad women are fucking cornballs because they think they got money mm-hmm. Don't ever get the game sideways. <laughs> Some of you niggas are getting Oscar and Tony winning performances every night. Mm-hmm. Shorty's faking like she loves you the whole time, my dog. Cause and listen, and some of y'all, it's not even the money, it's cause she thinks she kinda you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying to you is like, yo, cuz like a lot of men are unwilling to mm-hmm. like 
assign to women the same intellectual abilities that they have yeah. and they do so at their detriment because yeah. it's like playing game with a more dangerous opponent that you're steadily underestimating yeah. Yeah. and it's like which is why I feel like a lot of women, especially like women like me, we do what we do because it's like, because a lot of people are like, Rebecca, you're so much smarter than that. You're so much like, why do you, Yo, that? why don't you educate women to be above that? And it's like, why would I set them up for your dog ass to come chew them out Listen. after wow. like you know like I just, just want to let you know that woman that you just explained there that was my um, that was my baby mom. Listen, <laughs> listen, I'm telling you the game will give you chills. Yeah, the fine. game has been giving me chills, B. <laughs> as of late, I'm putting because you're the thing is like because I like I stepped out, I dated for like I settled for like two three years, so I was out the loop. Plus like I'm older, so I, like there's just shit that. Right? Because for a long time, I had the rules. Man, don't date people younger than me, Carl. What the fuck? What kind of fuck shit is my man? Nah, but now that I'm older, you know, the pool is changed. And I'm seeing this new wave that men are on. And the thing is, like, yo, to me, like, it's heartless, but it's not, like... Heartless is tying up niggas' kids and putting them on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? Yeah, I, like, to is. me, like, that's heartless. Yeah. But, like, niggas, yeah. like, to... what. People ghost nowadays, mm. and like that's heartless. People like, oh, I don't care. And like, if you feel vulnerable, you lose, and that's heartless to them. Yeah. And to me, like that's so petty. Cause I'm like, maybe because I know niggas now duct tape your mother. You understand? Mm. Like, I look at shit on the scale, and I we live in a petty era, like, and I can't be petty. But if you're gonna date nowadays, yeah, you have to watch out for. Cause yo, it could I be just in feel text. Like, I feel like it's one of those things, like where for me. If men didn't like make it, like if men didn't belittle women so much, kind of like of what course. you say when you play with an opponent of that's course. smarter than you of and you're underestimated enough, of course, it wouldn't of course. have got to, to this point. Of course, the thing is, I don't blame, I don't blame women, but it's like, mm -hmm. like you said, now yeah. we're here. Yeah, and, and it's you gotta like, educate the youth. Exactly. <laughs> now we gonna educate the youth for what's out here. But the thing is, yeah. it's like, what do yeah. you? Because I, I, I recently made a post about interracial dating, uh -huh. and like, that's where it's going, yo. Because yeah. you think, you think the swear was. Big my nigga, wait. But my let me G. tell you, I had said I was like, cause me, like I'm, I'm for women, I'm for black women uh -huh. because I, we are the most unappreciated. So I'm gonna like I, and I'm not afraid to say this. Like I do stick up for my brothers when it comes time to stick up for black men. Mm -hmm. But I'm always gonna ride with a black woman over a black guy in certain situations. Yo, that so vacation made, ain't gonna buy itself. So I had yeah. made a, a post about black women basically, you know, expanding their Choose dating up, pool. Yeah. Yeah, like you know, you should you should because you should talk to guys of other races. Because I'm actually talking to a Pakistani guy. Me and him relate on more things than I thought we would. But with all of that, I made a post basically saying like, black women, y'all should really try expanding y'all dating pool because some black men have already you know expanded there. So we might as well do the same thing because you're gonna wind up being like Lonnie Love. Do you guys know who she is? She, yeah, she Franchino show. Yeah, she was in two really bad relationships and now she's still single with black guys that were just trash that basically used her. And she basically said, like, the reason, like, I seen the red flags, but I didn't care because it's like, who's going to love me? What other man is going to love me? So I don't want black women to have to. So expand your dating pool because other black guys, you're going to wait till you're 30 years old to find a man that's going to love you. That's everybody. Everybody got to wait. I think this new generation, everybody got to wait. All right, well, let me not say you 
have to wait. <laughs> and you heard it from the whole like, You have I to tell wait you longer no. to be in a happy, You're fulfilling relationship. Because now you Just because you want, no, but just because you want a black man not because now you're looking for happiness because all the ah, black dudes so that you wanted saying. when you were 20 Young wanted King. spanish girls Young so King, now get it's you like some a- money <laughs> i think I, 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 get you some money get you some therapy <laughs> love yourself go to the gym young yeah. king like yo yeah. hear me like mm-hmm. because it's like we're living in an era that's increasingly individualistic. Yeah. yeah. The very notion of you and what it means to be black is very different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Young King, if you out here expecting the community to look out for you, yeah. and you're my dog, you're setting yourself up. Damn. You I know mean, what I'm saying? That shit sound mad great. Hold like, yo, we got to all take, we're going to take a quick break, right? But um, I just wanted to put this out there. I don't have, like, as a black man, um, I like to think of myself sort of enlightened. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say all the way. I don't have, I never had an issue with uh, black women dating outside their race. My issue was when it became the, oh, Black men ain't shit. That's why we dating outside of our race. But that's like, where you the, get like nigga, I'm not saying mad. So a lot of them. But that's, the that, game is I'm, cold. I'm I, not gonna lie I don't though. Like, but that's, it's I, that, like that shit never sounded good because I never. Yeah. I, I always, I always, I always, I always preach to niggas. I never, I never, I never respected niggas that did the same thing. That was like all these black men. But what it is is it's like you could be like that, but it's like you and ten other guys. Like Like you know, most of them, most of them are like women is women because I have black uncles who are black power black this and all of their kids are mixed I encourage all black men to read Lipstick Alley comments yes I encourage all black men (laughs) to read Lipstick Alley comments my nigga Sun Tzu said, know yourself and your enemy well, too. How the fuck, how the fuck am I supposed to look at black women as my enemy? <laughs> we not your enemy, but we're Listen, getting to that you, point. Like I said, exactly. No, but that's a, that's a, yo, I wanted stop. to take a break. No, but yeah. that was a, yo, this shit is, yo, that shit fucks with me. Yo, that shit, yo, that's a, like, how do we not see this? Yo, this the But I feel is, like if more black men understood where it was coming from, from they would when, know no, how yeah. to, to re-up. Because there are really nice guys <laughs> out there. And I say this all the time. There are really a lot and of really, really good really black guys out there. And really, really good women. Yeah. That, you know what I'm saying? But we are so mean and unkind and inhumane to one another that we end up hurting one another inadvertently and we are all so jaded that now yep. we now it's war, my nigga. Yeah. No, and that's the shit that... And no, the, yeah. But the thing is, it's I like... Can't, I can't tell a nigga that... I can't tell the young nigga that it's not war. You see, like, that's you, what that's the, the niggas thing, did yeah. to us. They just, they were just feeding. They didn't really tell us how it was working. They didn't really tell us, oh, woo, woo. That wedge, though, that wedge has, I, I, that divide has fucked up, I think, our, I think that's the worst part about what's going yeah. on now. Like, all this shit is going on. And it's on crazy, because the comment that bad. made me the most mad on my post was the guy who was like, go ahead, just go play into the divide. But it's like... How could you be upset? Like, what upsets me is the lack of understanding from black men. Like, it's not... It's I not. Get, I get that. It's not That's, the. It's not the interracial dating. It's not the 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 whatever. It's the lack of understanding. Because it's like when I say something that you would say, uh-huh. I'm gonna get, get shit it. for it. Yeah, uh, no, that's fine. And it's like that's fine. The thing that upsets me about it, like I said, is the um thing. Like, I think black men, heterosexual black men, have become the enemy of everybody. Yes. Everybody else, other community. Pause, 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 pause. When were we not? Huh? And so say you niggas want to sleep on the plague. When were we not? 
I didn't know, but Listen, I didn't know we was the I'm enemy for tall, black men. I'm too I tall. I mean, for black women. I'm too tall. Mm. I'm too big, mm. and I'm too dark of a negro. I've walked alone on too many streets late night and seen motherfuckers hit full fucking sprint. No, no, my nigga. <laughs> Fuck, yo, fam. I didn't see people hit the Hussein bolt on me, dog. I didn't scare the Jesus out of people. You know what you're like? You see a man's soul, mm. damn near leave his body for a second, and it's just your present walking across the court. You understand yeah. what is that? You witness enough of them things, you understand. What it is that people are trying to say and project yeah. onto you. Yeah. You understand them ways there? So, boom. So, like, fam, nah, fam, yo. The thing is, more niggas are realized that shit ain't sweet. Yeah. yeah. You understand? Because black women were providing a lot of cover for niggas and shit yes, was said That's sweet. why I love my but sisters. Bro, yeah. Shit ain't sweet. Yeah. Because they gonna protect themselves and it's like, yo, cuz. And because it's got to that point. Not only that, but you also have to look at how the roles have reversed. Black women that, are able to the provide more they for provide themselves. themselves. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, listen. And that's You're what right. I'm saying. Yo. You're right. But that's where, that's where that comes into play. Like, um, yeah. women like women play niggas like cornballs all the time because of the achievement gap. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Niggas like the, the critical gap. thinking skills and the emotional thinking skill to even properly Because it's like, yo, if guys put the same energy that they put in into trying to finesse ugly pussy, shorty out into pussy. being better niggas girls watch as much porn as we do they live in the same times as we do so they have the same urges they're with the same shits that we're with but they just got different standards exactly. to the operation yeah. but as I say niggas think you gotta finesse it's like no 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 listen you're the shorty you're fucking probably is 20 times freakier than anything you've ever imagined cause but because she's unsure and feels insecure in the bond that you have and she doesn't know whether or not you'll judge her if she actually lets you inside of a vulnerable side she's holding that shit back and performing, uh, providing a whole performance for you but my nigga the performance is so basic and you're so used to it that's your ego. That, that's your yeah. ego. No, that's your ego. That's how. That's how Carlito got killed. You understand? You underestimated this whole thing. You how the. Yo, I know. Yo, do you the shit that you said? Like, and that's why, like, when guys meet me and they hear, like, when they hear my podcast, because me talking to guys is different from like yeah, me on uh-huh. this shit. Like, I talk my shit, and then guys are like, "Oh shit!" Like, so, so, how do you feel about me? Like, they start getting insecure because it's like. I didn't think that Yo, you knew all of this. It's like, is how could you bloody. be so dumb? Listen, but it's like, how could cold. you it's be not, it's so it's ego. oblivious? Ego. Listen, my game is tight. Listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> it's like, it happens because, yo, I just went through a situation where it's like, yo, my ego was tested. Yeah. You understand? And when I properly peeped, it was my ego. Yo, big man. And like, you know, like, Part of the reason I don't deal with mixy business, mm-hmm. call like I don't come from a mixy place, yeah. and men come from a principal place, meaning red lines are red lines. Mm-hmm. Oh, nah, facts. You understand? Yeah, there's certain like, red lines. And so it's like, but playing with mixy niggas who don't got red lines. Like, you know, like family, it, you know, fr- you understand know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you, proximity. The real thing about the red line is proximity. Factual. You get close enough to, to me to where I feel like, yo, this is an issue. I'm down to make it an issue. Yeah. And so, boom, I thought, yo, my game is tight. Man is never going to get caught slipping. You understand the ways there? But, yo, 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 combine. It took me once to get played real good. <laughs> and that's the thing, like, I never really, I'm not going to say I got played. Yeah. I'm going to say, like, it took me, 
I didn't want to accept what was before my own eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And most guys, it takes that, but there's some guys where it just doesn't happen. Nah, that, listen, or that, they just don't care when it happens. Nah, it's not. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody dumb enough to not care. Niggas think like, I mean, this, the only no, the only time is you got to be. That's a, it's an insecurity with you. Like I never dealt with a bitch this bad, or I never. But you, you know see, no eyes of love. Me, that's what I'm saying on your and insecurities. Like, yo, now, now that I'm peeping, you understand them once they like. I'm gonna be honest. So boom, men is trying to remain friendly with the person. You understand mm-hmm, him is mm-hmm. there. And I go back and forth with it because it's like, yo, fam, she said something to me that put chills in my spine, dog. <laughs> I asked her, yo, have you ever lied to me? Men said to me, not about anything big. <laughs> Bitch, what? You understand? <laughs> like you understand? Like you want like fam, like to think you could trust somebody with things that you would mm-hmm. you understand the ways there, like, cause like Especially if you come from my sort of background. Like, Noriega said, he had a bar where he said, don't let grimy niggas know where you live. Yeah. Those are the type of little tidbits that run in the back of my head yeah. as I live life. Yeah. So there's niggas I've risked my life with who don't know where I live. Yeah. So, like, for me to trust you enough to let you inside the loop. Yeah. And to hear something like that for a nigga like me. And that's me, how a lot of dudes feel. But y'all don't understand. Yo, we feel the, the same, same way. way. You feel so me? So you don't. It's like. It's, you know it's what it one is? of those things where it's like, you know, yo, I'm, you. My I'm, bad. No, not I'm, to cut no, you off. I'm, no, I was uh-huh. just saying. I'm a, you're right. But the thing. With, like I said. All this shit has to do with ego. Because my thing. is mm-hmm. like. The reason why we think it's not it's not an issue is because I was just fucking in the beginning. With, so I never had no emotional exactly. attachment and shit. But she could have had all the emotional attachment in the world. Where tables turn. Because the mother fuckers turn mm-hmm. they usually do it's like I'm but, st- I, yeah. like why would you do this but to me cause exactly. I let myself into it and you never thought like all the other that shit yo that yo. shit just that shit just started Not even that, but what it I just was started gonna, hitting me what I was gonna say was like with me like mm. I have a I have a lot of pride. I'm somebody like if I let you into to something I'm not comfortable sharing, mm. that means a lot. That's a big deal to me. So if I tell you, you have to respect that. So it's like don't don't come to me with I told you all my crazy stories about how I almost killed this nigga, blah blah blah, bitch. How could you cheat on me? I can't trust you no more. When I told you all these crazy stories from my childhood, that if I told anyone else, I don't know what I would do. It's but like it's see, the same thing. I hear you. I hear you. I think what got me in this one instance is like, you know, when you could see that somebody has pain, mm-hmm. and like they're not trying to let go of it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like that shit is different. You know what I'm saying? But like I said to young niggas, it's like, yo. Cause yo, bro, what I peep like, what that incident really taught me is a, everybody's got an ego. Nobody's immune from that shit. Like that shit is a constant daily thing. Cause yo, my egos had me do things in the past couple of weeks that yo, twenty seven year old me is looking at me like, hey, yo, big man, <laughs> <laughs> like, big things are going. On. <laughs> no, little man things are going. On. Not big, little man. Car. You, you're you aggressive. Oh no. You're, you know what I'm saying? No. I, men haven't stepped out the pocket. Yeah. But the fact that even the you understand yeah. yo certain things you understand them when he's there like yo you peep you know what this is you understand them when he's there you seem to play exactly no. the fact that men are having difficulty accepting the play makes me nah. feel that's how yeah, yo, this is my baby mom it's like, it's like yo rational because how many times have you seen this shit happen you feel you've me you've seen this shit yeah, happen and I'm, like, and I'm like yo you know what? I gotta get us a chance. I gotta make no. this work. I gotta, that was that, that was me though. Bro, you yeah, because but it's the now same I'm thing. at the point. Now I'm at the point. It's like no, no more like no more chances. Like yeah. that. But at the same mm. time, like 
on just on a human level yeah. as a man acknowledging your pain and the fact that you were hurt and what closure looks like to you mm -hmm. you understand mm -hmm. like yo come fam, I come from a radical state of mind mm -hmm. meaning like if we're gonna burn the bridge man like, like me like yeah. I'd like to burn bridges and watch them yeah. It's not just burn Like yo Look me in my eyes pussy yeah. If men say you have hatred Make sure you know And be, a, you know, we be on the same level You understand what this is This beef Yeah it's an issue yeah. But it's not that though Cause yeah. like whatever It's so Because once you Once you remove your ego And once you realize What it was Right It wasn't you it, it wasn't, wasn't you, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Once you get to that stage, this is a difficult stage to get to, especially like when you've been vulnerable. But at the same time, it's one of the costs of being vulnerable. I've decided to be more vulnerable because the model for my life is fear the warrior who comes to battle naked. You yeah. understand? If you've accepted, the purpose of life is to die. True. Right? Because that's how life is defined. It's by the fact that you die. Yeah. That you're, you know what I'm saying? And when's that the you fact can't that live it, if you don't die. Yeah, yeah. You no, feel me? Be opposite. Uh. And so from that perspective, it's like, if life is a battlefield and you show up too naked, you've accepted the purpose of what the whole play is supposed to be about. Mm -hmm. You understand the ways there? And so that's the one I'm trying to live by. And so I just had to accept my own humanity. And I think as men, it's important that we do that. We accept our own humanity. We always try to be Superman. We're all, you know what I'm saying? Yo, cuz, the game is changing. You don't gotta be Superman. What you really, what most women really want is a companion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what most of us really need is therapy. You understand the ones that, and I'm not even saying this on the wild, I'm saying like, you need somebody like semi-arbitrary to talk to you about the things that you're going through. Because the experience that we live as black men, especially the experience that we live in silence, are real. Cause we keep a lot inside. Mm -hmm. You understand a lot? like. Even, yo, a lot of us like to front, like we weren't scared in the car or in the hallway or in the corner that day. We like to front. A lot of us lying, my nigga. Yeah, no, I scared the shit. Yeah. You feel me? A yeah. lot of us like to front, like, oh, we don't kill a fuck or we don't remember that. But a lot of us lying, my nigga. Mm -hmm. A lot of us are friend, like, we're way harder or way more about it than, but a lot of us are lying, my nigga. I know because, you know, but anywho's. Yeah. So it's like, from the perspective of the inside in, my young, my message to like young black men in general is like, yo, the game is changing rapidly. Women of today are not your mother. They shouldn't have never been your mother, mm -hmm. but it also means that you're going to need to learn rapidly how to fend for yourself in a game that's changing mm -hmm. rapidly. Mm -hmm. You understand? The odds are not necessarily in your favor, MIG. You should have started yesterday. And I'm not saying this to be alarmist to you. I'm saying this because I love you and I'm a nigga like you. And this is what I'm on because I peeped. You understand the ones there? I mm -hmm. peeped. Like, yo, bro, like, bro, when you look at the next one and he's a cornball, you realize, oh, fam, it really is a hot girl somehow out this bitch. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. The same shit niggas used to be on when they used to go to the club every week, yeah. pop bottles to impress a certain shorty and just, yeah. you understand, pop them. Yeah. That's the same shit that they on. And, bro, like... You know what I'm saying? Like, you really got to... And it's like, even if she really cares, mm -hmm. the, like, yo, bro... There's, there's, a, there's, there's, a, there's exactly. a reservation. And that was, like, one of the, the biggest things and like, all my past relationships. Like, there was just... So, when do you... My fault. Let me cut you up. When do you get vulnerable, then? Huh? When do you Most get vulnerable? Well, nowadays. all right. See, my thing is with me, like... Yeah. I'm I'm very selective with who I let in. Yeah. So I you just have to show me that you're somebody and the thing is most guys just don't pass the show me part. But you see why I don't agree with that is cuz like I'm a human being. Mm. I don't have to show my humanity to nobody. 
But I feel like it's, I hear what you're saying. But if you're trying to date, but if you but the things like I understand that you've been hurt, and so I understand why you have the. But see, my thing is, I'm I'm upfront with it. Like I'm just like yo, like if you think this just gonna be a walk in a park. Exit the door is that way. And the thing like, is, exit I, now. And I need men to be able to understand that that's a real choice. Mm -hmm. Because I think women, a lot of women are saying to men, I'm trying to find peace. Mm -hmm. If you are coming in here, mm -hmm. help me find peace or please don't come in. And my whole thing now is just like, I, I tell people like straight out the gate, like, yo, like this, da da da. And they'll be like, yo, I'm just looking for da da. Because a lot of guys, they'll tell you that and men like a challenge. So you'll tell them that. And even though they have no intention of dating you, they still want to see if they can fuck you. So right off the gate, it's kind of like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. I'm just this. So they try to walk. Like you they try stop, to tiptoe. They try to tiptoe around what I just said so, gotta, to make it seem like so stop. then when shit hit the fan, that it's like, oh, well, I, I told you too that stop. I wasn't da, da, da. So as soon as I hear, because women need to do this too. Soon as you hear a guy kind of like tiptoe around you telling him like yo this is what i want and he's telling you what he wants but in a nice way so you don't feel like yeah. he's whatever Damn, cut him off just yo, just don't OG? talk to him just don't man listen yo, who your OG? i was i was like listen i was raised by a lot of strong women and yeah. i was i was i i seen a lot of ancient men and but i've seen is, them this, strong this, this, women thing about this Tell those ain't shit men like you're not shit. So when it came down to it, I never had a positive male role model, but I had a lot of positive women role models. And my grandmother told me out her mouth before she died, God rest her soul, love don't mean shit if that nigga don't have money. So That's it's like, like those, yo, so my nigga, yeah. yeah. Yo, listen, I'm not saying this to you. Yo, my G, I, but, I'm, but also what I'm saying to young black men is don't do it like the mm. stupid way. Don't mm. go outside, try to quote unquote trap because it's a trap. Yeah. Right? Like mm -hmm. it's a dead end. Yeah. Right? Like, yo, do the nerdy shit, my nigga. Yeah. Like, learn how to code. Learn how to edit videos. Like, my nigga, it sounds stupid, but yo, you can make a lot more profit margins, right? Yeah. You understand the ones that, and you don't have to traumatize yourself. We don't have to perform our pain. It goes back to that point about sharing our trauma. Yo, I'm like, we don't have to perform our pain. Men don't need to know the things we went through. Mm -hmm. I can understand you wanting to keep that to yourself. But I'm saying to you, in the stage of capitalism that we're in, without money, my dog, unfortunately, you are nothing. And that's not something that I say to you with ease. That's not something that I'm saying to you happily. This is something that I'm saying to you after years of observing and trying to stand up on principle and watching lesser niggas eat as really niggas just fade away. You understand them ones yeah. there? Yo. Not only that, but even, not to even cut you off, but even a mindset that like, yo, a real nigga is only a dude that's hustling on the corner. We have to, to get rid of that exactly. mindset. Exactly. In exactly. I think, exactly. I, but if you, if you, from where we from, I think you, that's the thing you got to learn. You've learned that already. I've, exactly. We know how many killers we done seen snitch. You understand what yeah. <laughs> <For> me? <laughs> like to me, the realest people where I came up at were the honest people. Yeah. But even cool. those people get fucked. Yeah. That's Those what I'm saying. People. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's that yeah. like if I'm being the realest people from where I'm from, we're the honest people and don't know you understand? Yeah. So like it's not gonna save you. It's not gonna be able to just it's not gonna be enough to just be nice. It's not gonna be enough yeah. to just be like you're really, and yo, bro, like I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but mm. my message to young black men is yo, cuz only you can save you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You understand? Like mm -hmm. and cuz I'm yo, I ain't had no pops. You understand? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. these things men learn from standing outside amongst men and getting enough respect and seeing enough of like, yo, cuz, you're gonna have to save yourself. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to hear this today. 
because at least you can't say nobody ever told you. Uh, yo, uh, we're gonna take a quick break, play a couple tunes, and then shit, yeah, we streamed through the first, yeah, the first set. So, we gonna, um, thank y'all, come back and wrap it up. That was, yo, I, I, I like this. Yeah. That's my bro, my family, frozen chase. When it comes to money, I they concentrate. Make I tell you straight, you are not my mate. If you be commissioned, I'll be head of state. But my people then go say, I know one buy, I know one die, I know one crime. I want enjoy, I want chop life, I want buy motor, I want build house, I still want to know. Tell me, tell me, my nigga, what's it come? Uh, G wagon, all the bench, the kitchen, ride the wood, uh, I know feet. Die for nothing, my nigga. What's it gonna be? G wagon, all depending. They get it, ride the wind. I know if you die for nothing. Who knew I born Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That was good AD podcast, man. Damn, we been going over, but we are some long with the motherfuckers. So yeah, we just we just going and it's a, it's a vibe. Um, I especially I really do um enjoy this episode. Um, I've been learning a lot. Um, I hope you guys are getting as much game as I'm getting. Definitely. Yo, uh, blacks. All right, then. So I think we got up to the point where you went to military school and everything mm-hmm. of that nature. Um, we've had conversations. You told me you've been found to the streets mm-hmm. and things of that nature. But how, what made you get into like podcasting and wanting to be? To be honest with you, yeah. it's like media. What made you want to be media? Yeah. Yo, to tell our stories mm. in an honest manner. Yeah. You know, like our you stories care? are beautiful. Why you care so much? Cause I've been there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Enough people that talk about this shit ain't men have never been hungry. Yeah. I'm tired of niggas who ain't never been hungry talk about niggas. I guess like hush your mouth. Well, that's that's you what don't respect what you, you understand what I'm saying? That's what made me respect you. Cause I think like we got um I got your shit on some networking shit mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. and I think some shit that you said really touched me, I think in your stories, but it was like, yo, how I'ma know like yo, I can respect you. You ain't never been in the trenches and shit like that. And like it was really heartfelt. And I'm like Yo, that's a real. Like, there's no, you can't. There's no duplication you can't in teach that. that dog. You, there's no duplication in, in, in the passion you came at it with. You understand what I'm saying? That's a nigga that been through some shit. We share a story. You get what I'm saying? You so, feel me? Yeah. So that's why I care because it's like, like I said, yo, I see the way in which we value our lives and our times. Mm-hmm. I see the things we're willing to risk it for, mm-hmm. and then I see the money that those that translate and tell our lives mm-hmm. make. Mm-hmm. 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 And I'm like, Ayo, fam, how do you mean? <laughs> and then I see the way in which the stories always lack depth. Mm-hmm. Usually. You understand? Usually. Because men don't really know what he's talking about. Exactly. Listen, I'm going to tell you a story. So I used to know a brother, right? Mm. But the man was, he was kind of like an OG around his side of the world. And there was a rapper in his neighborhood. Mm. Man used to call him to get proper prices to quote for his rap shoes. Mm-hmm. You know anyway, he's there. So it's like his rap shoes were sound accurate. Yeah, facts. Big man. Like, you know, like, mm. this is where we are with it. Where guys yeah. are... Like, and so once you see it from that perspective, it's like... Those real people have to actually tell those real stories. You know? Because in the yeah. real stories, it's always so much more complicated because we're human beings it's, yeah it's never stream I think you know um, I have a lot of friends I always tell people like yo uh, Moonlight is like a dope movie once you get past the hand job part it's a great movie <laughs> it's a great movie and my friend's like oh, I'm about to you understand what I'm saying and I'm like Nah. nah, bro. As far as like the story of like yo, the telling of the story of yeah, a black man, man yo, that I'm was like, a, yo, yo, this shit is fire. You understand what I'm saying? And like the thing is, and a lot of this shit was like it's not even verbal. It's like the way dude caught the emotions through faces and lights and things of that nature. As a director yo. myself, I caught this play, yo. and I'm like, yo. It is complicated. This it shit is, is way more. Co- it's not just oh he wants to figure out a way to come. This shit is complicated, bro. And, and <laughs> I hate to be the person to say it like yeah. this, but is it because the people involved with the movie love black men? So boom, I'm a. I have a theory, right? The yeah. first time I saw Kehinde Wiley's work, I thought he was gay because of the amount of like time and softness mm. he painted black ma- male bodies with. Because most people don't. Aren't used to the notion of handling mm-hmm. black men with care. We're not, which is why. And I actually want to um, shout him out. Um, so I went to a film program called Real Works, mm-hmm. and there's this amazing photographer named mm-hmm. Ketter Joseph, mm-hmm. and he had a whole series like challenging like 
femininity with men and like he has photo shoots where he has makeup on and feathers and mm. he has on pink and everything is pink and he had came to real works to talk to us basically like you know saying like you know like i did this because when i was younger i thought oh, that's gay that's like you know i was once homophobic and it's like you know when i got older i realized that she was trash like that shit is so dumb mm -hmm. but it's just the simple fact that we don't care about black men black boys and i have a little nephew and like i do feel bad about some of the things i do say about black men because i do have a little nephew and i he's amazing and i don't ever want him to change he's three years old and he's like mm -hmm. he's probably braver than all of us like in this room but the thing is with black boys like even simple things like I'm pretty sure you're West Indian so I'm pretty sure you heard this when a little boy falls mm. and he falls in front of adults and stuff what's the first thing the men say don't hug him don't don't pick him up don't this because he's gonna be soft when he gets older mm. he's six why can't he's I? Supposed he's soft. supposed he's to be upset. Like he fell, he scraped his knee. Come here, let me kiss it better. Like that, every child deserves that, but that's the first thing they say. And like being, you know, a girl, you kind of see it different. Like, oh, why do why do guys say that? Why is it bad for men to be soft? And it's just one of those things we we. It's so weird to us. We equate that with being gay. You're that's gay. That's a, that's a that's a thing. There's um that's a, that's a thing. Um, I am. And a thing of I do believe that there's an over feminization, right? Yo, I do, no, there, I do there, there, is, there I do, needs to be yo, a balance. I'm yeah. gonna be honest with you. I don't for the very reason mm -hmm. that a lot of that hyper masculine talk niggas talk mm -hmm. put pressure on niggas. Find out how many are actually walking. Mm -hmm. Mad niggas talk that talk. Mm -hmm. All that red, 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 red. Put pressure on niggas. Why are so many niggas snitching? Mm. Why so many niggas killing their friends? Mm. Why so many niggas not stand up? If it's all of that shit that niggas is talking about and et cetera, et cetera, that's not the feminization. That's our own lack of accountability to ourselves. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. You understand them ways there? Is there, if we're saying there's a lack of accountability amongst men and you're attributing that to the feminization, that's a bit of a fucked up argument, but I'm willing to give you that. Yeah. But what you're talking about, I'm thinking, is the lack of accountability. We're not accountable to one another. We're not accountable to ourselves. It's every and anything. You understand? Facts, so. Men and men are doing any and everything, and it's cool. And it's like, no, fam. Mm -hmm. It's not supposed to just be that. Mm -hmm. It's not supposed like you know, If you have your actual brethren, your family is part of your legacy building plan. Yeah. Right. If I see you talking to a good for nothing thotty, mm -hmm. and I'm your actual brethren, yeah. and I'm seeing you fucking up your legacy building plan, my role as your brethren has to be, hey, yo, big man, come over here. Yeah. I'm dropping you off at your yard. Yeah. If yeah. I'm your actual brethren. Yeah. I think, nah, you know what? But that's, I feel that's, like, okay, I feel like in I the just, media. I just want to say something to address mm -hmm. that, because that's, that's real shit about the accountability thing. I had a friend, like, um, I told him like, yo, I was going through with my um child's mother, and I'm mm -hmm. like, yo, I just might sign emancipation papers. Yeah. Nigga looked at me in my face and started crying. He was like, yo, son, I'm about to punch you in your face right now. <laughs> like this nigga, and it felt like, yo, you care this much about this situation? That's mm -hmm. your that's your brethren right there. Like he dad was about to fight me about my shit, about me not being accountable for what I need to be accountable yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, I do, I do, and I don't want to dis mm -hmm. like disregard your point. Yeah. I do think that there's an over-feminization of black men, but strictly 
in the media like mm. in comedy and in tv True. i don't want to say like in life yeah. because like dudes walking around here are not walking around mad feminine because they see it on tv be they're regular mm. i think on tv they're trying to they i feel like they're just trying to tear apart black men so they're doing it from all angles where they're gonna make you look weak Man. or we're we're gonna just make you look like predators mm. stuff i feel like that's only I going that's on, the thing. There's no on, on, in on the media though in real do life you, i don't think it's that do you know like mm. all right so boom mm. if the black female slaves were raped the black male slaves were also raped right? yeah 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 so, so like the notion of strength when we talk about black men in America, when was this time where black men were actually strong in America? Shit. <laughs> black Panthers, maybe? <laughs> maybe. I would maybe. say, I would, maybe. not even, even, then, not even maybe, maybe, I would say during the civil rights movement. Nah, but then it's those, still a That was probably the last, yeah, the 60s. That was probably the only and the last time you've seen a, a group of maybe strong black men and black men were strong in the mass media. And that lasted, what, eight years? And yeah, maybe, maybe right. even the Reagan you're era. Right. The Reagan era, but then it was a thing where it was turned into the community amongst itself. You understand what I'm saying? But so, that was another thing. But at the at 450 <laughs> years of America, we got about 20 years of eight. masculinity. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't even say 20. Yeah. Like so that, that was, that's being nice. Yeah, that's yeah. Being so like eight. Yeah. And then when that happened, they clapped off the niggas, and the ones they didn't, they put on crack, and the ones they didn't, they locked up. Yeah, and left Al Sharpton. You feel me? <laughs> So what I'm saying, yeah. so what I'm saying no is like black masculinity mm -hmm. attempting to define itself through notions of strength on a war it lost. It's fascinating. God damn! Why you make it sound like that? Though? We lost the race war. <laughs> Why you make it sound like that? Though? My, because nah, it's like yo, nah, that shit because hurt. that's yo, it nah, does. Nah, that shit hurt. That shit fucking hurt. Well, and what's that. crazy about like, cause like where I work, and I'm glad I work there, cause I get to see a lot of white diversity. Like I said, white diversity. I get to see a lot of diversity, mm -hmm. and it's crazy how white men run this whole shit and they are the most fragile that's what i'm saying men. Yo, that's and the thing me. is like i said earlier chad don't give a fuck, fuck if you could beat, beat the fuck, the fuck out, out of him, of him. he knows chad's got real shooters exactly hit nine one one and my exactly. nigga i don't give a fuck how exactly. bad you think you are i don't give a fuck <laughs> You think you're a bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, you think, oh, yeah, yo, 911. Officer, he threatened me. Yup. Be right there. <laughs> and it's crazy because, like, the white dude at my job, and he said, like, he wears it like a badge of honor, and it pisses me off. But what? shout out to him. What? He's like, yo, I'm the only white dude that survived working at this place. Because a lot of groups of different people come that in. Sounds racist. But the thing that is with racist. him. He don't no. give a fuck what nobody say to him. He's mad rude. He's mad whatever he says. What I wouldn't even say rude. He says whatever the fuck comes to his mind. The confidence is better when I can call 911. Exactly. You feel me? That shit hit different. The homies, might hit, the homies might be hitting the blood. Like they're on their way, but they might be hitting the blood. I don't need you three hours, son. I need like that 15 right minute there. response. Because right. like, your shooters is different from Chad's shooters. Chad's like, shooters come with government and, issue bulletproof vests. If, if your shooters shoot Chad, they gonna jail. Jail, jail. Chat shooters come shoot you. It's, it's whatever. Like, yeah. if nobody talk about you for two weeks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's if they you put enough bullets in you. That's if they put enough bullets. Because if they only hit you with two, three, because you might ever make the even yeah, news. Yeah. Yeah. They only do it for the most heinous shit, which is crazy. 
crazy Wait, that's, to you know me. what I'm saying? Like, it is crazy. And I didn't realize this was going on until I actually knew someone who was shot 12 times by the cops. Yeah. And nobody knows about it, but people live here. Yeah. Like, nobody in other states and stuff know no. about this, right. except for people that live here. And that's only because we're mourning his yeah, death because yeah. he was somebody that we all knew. So it just, it, it blows my mind that, like, people don't realize that this shit can happen to anyone. I like, you're not going to be a hashtag. They don't appreciate it because I seen Joe Biden say some dickhead shit where he was like, the average is to change the dude that could, that the black guy that's wearing mm. the hoodie. He could have, he could have saved some lives and nah, nah, nah. I'm like, no, my nigga, he's a fucking human being. Fuck yeah. the lies. Fuck that part. And so that's the, and you got to be a magical yeah. Negro. Go back but that's it. what people so, do so and that's my other problem kind of bringing it back to earlier with like Afro, like the, mm -hmm. the fetishization of African culture. Yeah. It's like, yo, people fetishize mm -hmm. black people in Africa and Africans as this golden place was like, nah, my nigga, be real with yourself. Like, he, like, feel me? Like, he probably is gonna people. grow yeah. up to be a regular boy, like, regular things. But he I deserves same, that. Exactly, he deserves that. Exactly. But to I go back to that over-feminization mm -hmm. argument. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So once again, where were we strong? Yeah, nah. That's, that's insane to that's me. That's a real thing. Like that conversation is some shit that they put to waste niggas' time. Tony Morrison's got a quote. She said, "Racism." Hey, you go. It's gonna fix all of that. Hey, listen, you really left it yeah, the windows open. Yeah. Mm. Racism is somebody essentially something that's meant to waste your time when you get away from the task of trying to get free. Yeah. Like I'm paraphrasing her, and like that's how I feel about that shit, bro. It's like, yo, cuz. Listen. What, what, wait, wait, all right, so what does she mean by that? So she means like, all right, as a black man yeah. in 2019, yeah. if you worried about the portrayal of black men in a media institution, the first film to come out of America was, uh, what's the name of that Nate Parker movie? Uh, that um, you um, shit, um, I know what you're talking about. The, um, fuck, the, uh, the, the name, the way he was Nat Turner. Um, yeah. And that was the name of um, Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation. Yeah was the fucking movie that rebirthed the KKK. Yeah. And it was the first movie produced, produced by the American film industry. And the uh, president watched it on the, the White House lawn. So, <laughs> now, a couple hundred years later, you're sitting here saying to me, yo, this institution is going to produce honest portrayal of black people. Exactly. Wow. Which is, yeah, which is why I can respect people like you who actually are who want to be in the media that are becoming a part of it because like the market is open for us and I tell black people all the time like right now this is um, Killer Mike I actually want to quote him we're the only people that don't encourage our children to do what works like we see social media we see acting modeling we see that they need black people to be entertainers so instead of that we tell our kids no get a job you're not gonna become a rapper instead of telling our kids yo become a rapper so we could be rich like yeah. here's you know, five bags only... let me buy you the camera so your shit could be exactly like we don't we don't invest in yeah. that and that's something that we actually need to instill we need to get in where we fit it because if you are still sitting here preaching this black people need to have ownership shit we need to own our own buildings we do but we're not gonna get that by working from the ground up that's we're gonna get that by becoming these huge celebrities and in coming in with these massive plans and doing these massive things and having these massive deals and flipping it on niggas. And we can't all be celebrities, but we all got to be working towards Yeah, working something. in the media and you stuff like me? that, yeah. And it's just like, yo, because it's like, I think just, like I said, it's important that 
people like yo because it's also therapeutic yeah it is nah super nah it that's is. one thing i can say about yeah. this podcast um i was able i'm able yeah, to address shit yeah. I can, yeah i never thought about yeah. that situation like that i was talking about earlier with the girl like yo i like it's been like running to my mind i never thought i'd talk about it in public right yeah. like i yo if you listen i apologize because <laughs> you know but still at the same yeah. time well, the I guys i, I meant dated it, and i dated yeah, i meant it. <laughs> i meant like yeah. i apologize so, so, yeah, this, uh, this is a venting area yeah, like, at the same time it's like yo yo fam like we can't keep holding it in yeah shit is literally killing us you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like that's like and we need to make the space comfortable for people to talk about and the only way to do that is through media because at the end of the day people don't connect with something until they see it normalized on TV through a character. So if I write something about something that I seen happen in the hood and then I turn that into a short film and it goes wherever, That could be happening in hoods all over. Yeah, and then that's the thing. But the thing that um, I, this is where I disagree with, like the character means mm-hmm. nothing part, right? Because mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like my character and my integrity, my my shit. I'm certified in that. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm comfortable with myself, mm-hmm. so I could talk about any issue that I have. There's mm-hmm. no shame in my motherfucking game. Yeah. I have that. So you need that. that that's where the integrity Yo, do come the in. Thing, I like, agree. You have to, I, like we talked we talked about it off. We was like mm-hmm. that integrity shit. That means like we um think it beats people that don't have integrity because yeah, there's a weakness somewhere. Where? You understand what I'm saying? That's I say that all the time. Like, I always tell people, I know I'm going to make it. And people look at me like I'm crazy because they're like, bitch, you haven't even made it yet. Like, how do you know this? But it's like, I know I'm going to make it because everything I put out is integrable. So it's like when I put something out, it, it, it defeats all the fake clickbaity shit because what you're getting is real, real shit. shit. No, you can't get that from nowhere else. I feel you. But you see, the thing is, the reason I'm saying, like, that is because people want to consume you like a product. It's kind of like the dope game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've realized that, which is why I play right into it. And you people, feel me? Yeah, you Some have niggas to. think they your bad. customers love them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone, yo, because I work at a lounge, so I see this up front. Like, I see the customer service. Like, niggas done came in there, seen me blowing a bag or whatever, just because they think I like them, just because I'll talk to them, just because I think it's, I'm cool and it's just like, I work here. You're a bartender, bartender. You're like, 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 I, real I work bar- here. You're a real shit, bartender. You're a hustler. You're a hustler. That's what I'm saying. You're a hustler. Like, the, but yo, it's the only kind. But I do love my customers. Shout really? out to it's all y'all. It's the only kind. <laughs> There's no, that's what I'm trying to say to niggas. It's the only kind. Yeah. There's only one type of street. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, niggas play, it's not sweet, cuz. Yeah, not a like, thing like yo that is my one message that I do have for black men because I thought it was sweet myself Yeah. but I'm peeping it's not sweet and I'm not sweet so like I'm cool with it but I also want us to find a way to be humane about it mm. we have to be humane about it we have to be humane to ourselves we have to find a way to be we have to generate the space to be kind to ourselves because mm-hmm. bro who else but ourselves Nah, at the very least, facts. Oh, uh, blacks, man, we about the uh, shit. This I want. I want to keep going, but yeah, you know, nah, there's only much so much space. But definitely. so, Ben, um, can you let people know how they get in contact with you? And Yo, shit of that nature? Wilson Blacks, Yonde says what's happening. Follow me on all the social man like blacks. M A N L I K E B L A C K S. Peace. Are you going to teach anybody French? Oh, si vous voulez me suivre sur les réseaux sociaux. Mon, mon, mon nom c'est Man Like Blacks M-A-N-L-I-K-E B-L-A-C-K-S Salam yeah. oh. <laughs> um, 
Yes, I'm Rebecca Shelby. Like I said in the beginning, um, you guys could catch me at the Burnout Podcast. You guys could, you know, just click listen to that. If you guys like me, you guys are interested in what I do, you guys could follow me at Rebecca.Shelby on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, all right. Well, ADD Podcast, man. Um, same bat charm, same bat channel next week. Um, hopefully, the team come back. Um, I actually got a special guest. We're going to... Um, we're going to revisit our fucking New Year's resolution and see how far we got. So, yeah, that's what we're going to end up doing next week. But this was a dope episode. I appreciate y'all. First one out the gate and shit feel monumental and epic. I appreciate both of y'all. Thank y'all so much. Man. No worries. All right. African connection. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Deep out here. <laughs> <laughs> Any podcast, man. Hey. We out. Yeah.